What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to the Cloud Gaming Extreme channel. So we are officially kicking off the first podcast episode of the CGX, is what we're going to call it, CGX podcast episode one. And I have some awesome people here who I'm going to be introducing pretty soon. Um, we thought it would be a good idea to have a panel of people who are passionate about cloud gaming in general, right? So people who like Stadia, Shadow, xCloud, and GeForce Now, not just geared towards a specific platform or service. So you're going to get to hear news and discussions based on all of these awesome guys on this panel. Um, so we're going to get started with just, um, that's what this podcast is about. So just, just an explanation. We're going to cover cloud gaming as a whole here. So again, GeForce Now, Google Stadia, Shadow, xCloud. And we're going to talk about news. We're going to talk about discussions. And we're going to get everyone's take on here. So that's pretty much what this is. So to get started, I'm just going to introduce the members of this panel. You guys know me here as Ace. Um, just to give you guys a heads up, we possibly are going to be adding even more people to this panel. And we are also going to have guests eventually as well. So it's going to be pretty cool, again, getting different people's perspective and opinion when it comes to cloud gaming. So to my right, I have Ben. Can you tell us more about you? Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Ben. I'm based out of the Denver area. So um, love the mountains and everything out here. I uh, basically got into cloud gaming back in February when GeForce Now got came out of beta and went went out to the public, and uh, then got Stadia in March, and that was after about a 17 year hiatus, not playing any video games at all. So I kind of dove back in head first. Nice, nice, cool. Well, welcome to the panel, Ben. All right, to my right below me. We have, this is kind of like a name reveal. We were talking about this earlier, but this uh, he is Game Tech Planet. You guys know him as a YouTuber, but it sounds like for the first time, he's going to reveal his official name on this podcast. So go ahead. Oh man, you're going to make me do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jerry from Game Tech Planet and right. uh, very similar to Ben, uh, as far as the cloud part of my channel and, and my gaming comes, that was started in basically February as well when GeForce Now came out of beta and I kind of dove headfirst into that stuff. Um, but I mostly had started my channel for testing PCs and games and all that kind of stuff. But cloud gaming just fits right into the whole building PCs and console gaming and comparing those and stuff like that. So that's nice. pretty much what I'm into. And I am from the East Coast Jersey area. So nice. Awesome. That's where I hail from. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, Thank you. Jared, it's good to have you on here for sure. All right. To my bottom left, we have Mr. Holtz. What's going on, sir? Introduce yourself. Hello. Hello. My name is, well, use my game attack, Holtz. And I've been a cloud gaming enthusiast for about 11 years now, since Microsoft and Google came to my university and proposed home automation and cloud services. So nice. they came in and showed us what the future could be with <laughs> smart devices and proposed the idea of cloud gaming. 
And back then I was like, wow, this is the future. Then, <laughs> uh, how how long years, ago was that? 11 years. Are you serious? Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was only a proposal, but it was like yeah. so sci- it was so sci-fi. And we've got we've got all the smart devices and we've got all like the services they proposed there. And then it was two years after that, um, Sony bought Gaikai. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's here, it's ready. And then when they <laughs> no. Well, no. when they brought and my first introduction to cloud gaming was PlayStation now, which yeah. to be fair, the entry price and the lackluster games, it wasn't really interesting to me. Right. So when Google proposed that they were bringing their own cloud service out, I was like, yes. And then <laughs> when Microsoft said that xCloud was coming, I was like, the future's finally here. <laughs> so, play, play, playing some of the beaters and getting access to them, you know, it really did um, surprise me how well they run for me. Nice. Yeah. Good. Thank you again, host, for being here and uh, just letting people know what you're all about and we're gonna get right into the next segment want to know what games are you guys currently playing right now we're gonna start with you over there ben um and i've been kind of juggling all the pro games the last couple of days um trying to get things up or just get caught up for this uh, mainly i've been spending a lot of time on assassin's creed uh over on stadia right um and then kind of playing some of the classics that I missed out on during my hi- during my hiatus. So on Shadow, I've been playing uh, Skyrim, Fallout New Vegas, mm. uh, some of the some of the good ones from the last five to ten years. That's awesome. That's awesome. How about you, Jerry? Um, you yeah, I mean, I, unfortunately, it's been tough to have a lot of time for gaming because when you start new channels and everything, it's like nose to the grind, busy trying to get videos out and right. get everything learned that right. you need to learn. But as far as like Shadow and GeForce Now and stuff, to be honest, I've been playing a lot of Maneater. I'm a huge Shark oh. fan. I love Shark Week and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, And since they, uh, they didn't release with cloud saves, but then they added them a week later. So I was able to then play the same game on GeForce Now, Shadow, or any of my PCs at the house. Nice. So nice. it's been nice for me to jump into that and play when I'm not doing videos besides that it's a lot of call of duty modern warfare so <laughs> what are you playing uh, i guess shadow is what you're playing modern warfare on uh i'll do between shadow if i'm on like my laptop or my older pc uh, if i'm on my main rig like i am now then i play i play locally here with g-sync and all that kind of good stuff okay fun that's awesome how about you holtz what are you playing so i've just finished um, season three of grid ready for and move it out the way so I can focus on Formula One and nice. getting through Assassin's Creed Odyssey ready for the fall to move on to the next one. And oh. I've been playing ESO, Elder oh. Scrolls Online. So I don't have much time to dive in, but having little small play sessions per week yeah. has been adding up. So I've been getting through such such. <laughs> So how many hours have you guys, it sounds like Ben and Halt, y'all have been playing Assassin's How many hours do you guys have in Assassin's Creed? Ugh. I don't even know. I, 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 I'm, probably still, I'm probably still in 30 to 40 hours. I'm about 40 hours, and I think about 10, 15 hours wow. left. 
Well, I got like 120 some, 130 Ooh, hours. It's an amazing game. Idea. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is so good. Yeah, it's not a surprise you guys are playing it. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for Valhalla. Like, definitely, it's yeah. gonna be awesome. Do you guys feel like you're making progress? Do you guys? I heard the the end. This a long game, right? So when do you know, like, if you're close to beating it? Do you, <laughs> it takes about 60 hours to do the normal story without all the side right. missions and DLC? Okay. Yeah, and with me. I've been avoiding side missions because some of them aren't very interesting. So I've just been progressing up to that I can do for the level. So I know that 60 hours roughly finished the main story. So, Oh man, I've been distracted by so many of the side quests that it's just, there's so much to do really. There's just a ton. Yeah, of, so if you get distracted, <laughs> even yeah, the uh, boat battle uh, is really good in that the uh, boat fights and, you know, using your yeah. ship to get around is really fun in that game too. Right. But I, uh, I've played so many Assassin's Creed and so many open world games. I'm just broke. I'm just broke from doing <laughs> high quests. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you play The Witcher? I, I put 200 hours into The Witcher. Yeah. Oof. It's a great game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. I love The Witcher because of the story. And I'm having a hard time with Assassin's Creed Odyssey stories. Just not getting, like, getting me as much as The Witcher did story wise mm-hmm. but gameplay wise it's really fun though that's cool that is cool all right so we're gonna get into just news right for google stadia i feel like we have a lot to talk about um and so we're just gonna get straight into the games that was released today july 1st it's about four games and also stealth drop um just want to know the games are created of course, you guys know everyone and your mother has been covering that yeah. game lately, right? West of Loden, Steam World Dig, Monster Boy. So out of all those games, what games are you guys playing? What games are you guys excited about um, with these releases? Uh, I, I mean, with Krata, obviously there's so much excitement about that because it's it's so unusual. Mm-hmm. Um Honestly, the one I was most excited for was West of Loathing because I played a lot of uh, Kingdom of Loathing back in the day, what, what, 15 years ago, whenever it was out. Right. Um, And that game was awesome. I spent so much time just laughing up the storm in the dorm in the middle of the night. And uh, so that West of Loathing is really getting my attention almost as much as Kreda at this point. That's awesome. Did you did you put in enough like a lot of time in Kreda? Uh, I've only got about an hour in so an far. Hour. Okay. Okay. Overall uh, opinion on it. So sorry, Holtz. Overall opinion, Ben, on on creator so far. Man, I I went in to help uh, help Owen with uh, trying to fix his world or finish it off, and it was just so confusing. I I just need to spend a lot more time learning how to use all the tools in it. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. Holtz, what were you gonna say? Yeah, so I dived into Creator and I'm a bit overwhelmed because you get this idea that you're going to start creating. Like, yes, I, I've yeah. got these ideas. And then yeah. trying to put like it on all the syntax and get all your variables right that you're like, eh, it's not working as a planned. Yeah. So, did so you um, hopefully. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just curious. Did any, since you were talking about Creator, did any of you guys play Spark? 
It was on no. Xbox. It was it was a game no. within a game. You create it's the same idea. You yeah, created games yeah, yeah. in that game. They shut it down, which was a shame. But it had thousands upon thousands of people in there playing games and making games. And it was the first kind of game like that where yeah. you could make and play games. And it was very similar to where I had a bunch of ideas and I would go in to create them. And sometimes I would pull off some of it, but yeah. most of the time it was more difficult. So I spent all my time playing other people's games. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what I'm going to do in Krayta as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it has state share, so I'll be able to jump into other things mm-hmm. there. But I don't think I'll have the time to actually create games as much as I will try everybody else's out. Right. My no talent problem. comes from um, Little Big Planet and my oh. that That's as far as I can get. <laughs> and you, I even I even broke them games. You press play and the whole level fell apart. So <laughs> I'll design something and create and it'll just fall apart. And I tell you what, one of the coolest features I discovered with that game today is just mm-hmm. You know, Jerry, you mentioned the state share. Yeah. Not even having to send a link. If I want to go play with UAs or with Sunny or yeah. whoever, yeah. like I can just click join game from the creative friends list right. and just join them wherever they're at in whichever world or game. Yeah, and that's pretty awesome. That yeah, I'm really more ex- cool. I'm more excited for state share for more games than I am Krayta personally. Like I, I will play Krayta and stuff, but I'm more interested in that feature for more games than anything else, especially on Stadia. Right. right. Me too. Right. Man, my experience, I mean, we were uh, chief, the partner, and, the sh- and myself, we got early access. So we've been playing it for quite quite some time. And it's really impressive to see what people were able to create in that game. And I, I think there's a lot of creative people out there. So we're excited to see you know, what the community comes up with. Um but who was it? I was talking to someone early and they were saying the game is, is fun as a whole, but it's really broken, right? So I, I feel like, you know, there needs to be some work to be done, but overall it has a lot of potential. And I think it's a good get for Stadium. I'm excited to see, like, what... I'm excited to see how they support this game, right? Is this a game that's going to die off in a month, right? Or are they going to keep adding stuff, are they going to keep it free for pro members? That's another thing to see as well. But so far, I think it's a good exclusive. I'm just interested to see where they take it from here on out. Um, but state cheer feature, sharing link, it's awesome. I was uh, watching the devs at 12 a.m. when it released, and they posted the link, and I was able to just click it in and join the game. So that is pretty, pretty incredible so far for sure it's pretty cool what other games have you guys tried out of the four i've tried um with the younger family members we've played monster boy so we like all we like all that platform like rayman or kirby that they've played so it was quite simple for them to pick up and play so that was quite enjoyable for the like first hour so they put in yeah but i've not looked at the other ones yet yeah how about you, Ben? Any others apart from? I was actually pretty excited about Steam World as well. All those Steam World <laughs> games that they've had on Pro. Yeah. I, I don't know. They're 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 so dumb, but I've spent so <laughs> many hours on them. Yeah. They're, they're just they're a lot of fun just to chill and not have to worry about yeah. it and just relax and not overthink right. it. Right. I don't know why they brought one out after two. They should have brought the first one out for Pro first and yeah. then the second one, so you can yeah. just follow. <laughs> yeah, they went backward. 
I think they did that with Tomb Raider too, from what I remember. I might yeah. be wrong. But I think it was yeah. Shadow first, and then we got Rise right. of it. Yeah. Right. I don't know why they do that, but yeah, Steam World, man. It's 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 one of those games that I, honestly I probably would have never touched, right? If it wasn't a pro game, but just being able to play it for free, man. I'm I'm hooked. I'm hooked, especially the second one when we got that. Man, I spent a lot of time on that. I so put good- probably 20, 30 hours on that one. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun. So a game that a lot of people has talked about, like it being the highlight of, well, there's a lot of good games with all these four games, but West of Loden, um, I haven't touched this game personally, but a lot of people have been saying a lot of positive good things about it. Just want to know, did any of have any of you guys tried it? If so what's your take on it? I, I played it for about 30 minutes last night before bed, um, just to kind of relive all the old days from their original game that they had. Um, right. Kingdom of Loathing. It's still live online if you look it up, but it's been on it's been up for 10, 10 15 years now. Wow. So is this a sequel to it or it's it's kind of a a spin-off of it. The Kingdom of Loathing was more of a medieval time kind of theme to it, and West of Loathing is more Western. Okay. Um, But the concept is is it very similar. Interesting. Okay. So anyone just West of Loathing, anyone else take on that? In the, on the no, panel, I've never never tried. It. I do remember, um, I do remember a long time ago, Kingdom, but not not West of. Hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot tonight after this podcast. Actually, um, again, heard some really good stuff about it. So, um, be, be prepared to read. <laughs> really, yeah. a lot of dialogue. Have, yeah, it, that's that's ninety percent of the fun is just the the oh, banter on it. Fun. We'll have I an mean, instant access to it. I'm going to dive into access to it. I'm going to have a try of it because yeah. there's no reason not to. There's no download. So right. it'd be a shame True. to claim and not try. True. Yeah, oh. for sure. This is, there was a stealth drop that was announced what, yesterday, right? Just shapes and beats. Do y'all get to play that? What are your thoughts? I know Sunny and Cloud Gaming X covered it. But I personally I haven't played it, but just want to know anyone in this panel get a chance to take a look at that. I man, I was so close to pulling the trigger and buying yes. it, but yeah. I I just I have a strong feeling it's gonna be a pro game in about two or three months. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. With some of those games you can just right. sell. They're probably gonna be a pro game yeah. soon. You're like I might yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> so for the full price, I'm like, yeah, retro dance music and da 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 da. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. But at the price, you just say, yeah, I'll wait, I'll yeah. wait. Which is a shame. It's a shame that we, we all say that. Yeah. So it's, I mean, a, a game that, that I would be surprised if it's not next month or the month after. It's Wave Break, right? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? From what I'm hearing, um, I forgot where I read this. Maybe on Reddit, but they were saying the the game didn't sell as much as, or it didn't move as much as the devs were hoping for it to move, and we kind of saw that would get packed right when the game came out. There's a lot of hype for it. Came out, I don't think it moved the way the devs was expecting it to move, and then we saw this a uh, 
Pro game, what, two months after or a month after? I can't remember. But I think Wave Break might be one of those games as well. And same thing with just shapes and beats. So I would say save you I the other thing so you guys can, you know, Google has a pretty decent return policy, right? So you can try it. If you don't like it, not saying you should, but if you really <laughs> want to play it, <laughs> you have that route to go. Go with it for sure. But yeah, cool. So with 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 wave break, um, yeah. you know, the thing, too, is they came out of the free pro and a lot of people, unfortunately, Stadia still doesn't have a huge player base. It's something I run into because I do use Stadia to play Destiny 2 quite mm-hmm. often because of the, the cloud save, like the cross platform save. So I can jump right. on my whatever I want. But there's like you can't get a crucible match like you can't like during the pro months you could. But now, again, it's difficult again. So I don't think there's a lot of people that are trying to grab games like Wave Break on there because they're still building a loyal player base to buy the games. But, yeah, it'll probably Mm -hmm. be free soon. I actually liked it, though, just for the price that it was and the game that it was. It made me feel a little bit old school, like, you know, Wave Race, Tony Hawk kind of 1080 snowboarding. I don't know. It mixed a lot of things together. And, uh, you know, I had to remember how to grind again. But, you know, it it wasn't too bad. Yeah. These days, grind means totally different level grind, and we're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. remember Tony Hawk? You used to get yeah. everywhere." Right, right. Oh man, that's so true. Just real quick, I know we're off topic here, but what what did you guys think of the control for Wave Break? That that was my, I had a really hard time with the controls. I just felt like it didn't control well, and that was my biggest gripe with it. But what are your thoughts? Did you guys have similar experience, or were you okay with the controls? Did you guys play it much, or is it just... No, <laughs> I haven't played it. I didn't play it a lot, but I played it enough to where, like, I know what you're saying about the controls. Yeah. They're, they're what I would call wonky a little bit yeah. here and there. Yeah. Um, sure. They weren't horrible compared to some really horrible games I've played in my time, but uh, it's it definitely could be better. It could be a little bit tighter. The camera wasn't always great. You kind of spin around when you're trying to do what you want to do, and then the controls for the grinding are just horrible like the the reaction of the stick you know it's it, and it has nothing to do with latency or anything it's just literally the way they they made it it, it could have been better when it comes to that true sure okay good well, I, i'm not I've the seen only many, one. <laughs> i've seen many youtubers yeah say like they were very good at like tony Hawk's and stuff like that in the past and then they played wave break and they're just terrible at it yeah and people like spend your gym points and he, he went okay i'll spend me gym points and i'll <laughs> learn some and then they're still terrible it's so. still yeah i tried that too i thought if i upgraded the the grinding and stuff it would help and it mm-hmm. it just didn't really help the control of it very much and that's what kind of turned me off and that's probably why people don't yeah don't keep buying it and playing it yeah. so i i hope they patched that game um because Mar chief uh was playing it and he was run to a lot of bugs and you see some videos people post on reddit with like glitches running like going through walls and it's, it's crazy. I just, it's, it's yeah. a decent game. And I feel like with a decent patch, it can fix a lot of things. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Bummed out about that. That was actually one of my games. That was really, I was actually excited for that one also from the last connect they had the yeah. last uh, announce they had, but yeah, I mean a couple hours in and I was pretty much done with it. Yeah. Same, same. So I want to move into um, we we have two events happening this month. This July is going to be an awesome month for gaming in general. 
But Google is having two events, one being a smart home event, right? People are speculating that we're going to see a new Chromecast with Android support uh, in that new Chromecast. And then we have a state event July 14th. So I just want to look at those two events, talk about it, see what, talk about like your expectations, what you're hoping to see. And um, just, again, get your feedback. So let's go to the July 8th event. What do you guys think we'll see there? Do you think we'll see the Chromecast unveiled with Android support? Do you feel like Google is going to bundle a controller with that Chromecast? Do you feel like they're going to push Stadia? What are your thoughts on the July 8th event? I think that would be a brilliant idea if they did um, right. get more people interested in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest things is just people don't know if they need the controller or not just because of the way they advertise it half the times. Right. Um, they don't, people don't realize they can just use their PS4 controllers with their six year old MacBook mini or MacBook <laughs> air. Like I have. Right. Um, and, and it works perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but I think that bundling it in um, either for the first month or so, just doing like a gift kind of thing. Mm. Um, I think that would be an awesome idea. Yeah, I can see them dropping the Sabrina name. They're gonna, yeah, you know, oh. name. they're not gonna release it with Sabrina unless <laughs> they, bun- yeah. they bundle yeah. a controller and give her maybe a Sabrina edition controller with it. Right, right. I haven't been like Blue Founders, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not expecting much from this apart from third parties saying all our products come with Google Assistant. That's all mm. I'm expecting mm. from this home automation. Okay. I mean, they did, they did pull off the original Google Home from the market like three weeks ago. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they'll announce a new main, a new uh, flagship Google Home speaker mm-hmm. um, that I haven't seen any rumors about it. It would be really shocking. Yeah. But who knows about a stealth drop for that? Yeah. What would you yeah. want? Would you want more of a form factor or would you want like a more of a bigger speaker? If you think I, about it. I, like, I, I have the the mini and the and the original hmm. i really like the original the sound quality is good but then i yeah. just upgraded to the the nest mini as opposed to the google home mini oh, and the sound yeah. is so much more powerful on the second gen that it it kind of eliminated the need for yeah the the google home speaker so we'll we'll see what they do um if they do it true true how about you yeah i mean they're pretty much hitting a nail on the head i think he's right it's mostly probably going to be like a smart home product refresh on on a lot of stuff and i don't mess with a lot of the google home or the speaker things i have other a bunch of other setups i use in the house for that kind of stuff but they need to do something with the chromecast um i know some people have a lot of luck with the chromecast ultra but i have horrible luck with my chromecast ultra and I have good connection here. It works great for everything I do for the channel and personally, but that Chromecast Ultra, I have to fight that thing. <laughs> like where I go behind the TV and I'm punching it. Yeah. It just yeah. and it gives me trouble. So I want to see them do something a lot better with that. And I agree that they need to bundle a controller or they need to do something. Google has the money, just like console makers have the money. Right. You don't need to make money on hardware. You make money on games. So start giving some stuff away and grow that player base, and it'll get you a lot more than just trying to sell controllers for 70 bucks and Chromecast yeah. for 69 bucks or whatever. Right. It's, I'd like to see them do more. Right. And I want to see them do like a six-month or a one-year pro. Yeah. Like go all out. Just give somebody like a controller a year, 
you buy the new Chromecast and go have a ball. Hmm. Something like that might work for them, but they need to grow no. the player base. That's what they need to do. Yeah. The user interface doesn't interest me because I am the one that likes the phone. I'm like, oh, yeah. my phone and my Chromecast <laughs> is perfect. I, I oh. love streaming apps everywhere. My phone goes everywhere and I can do it. Yeah. So that yeah. user interface doesn't interest me. You're one but, of those. Yeah, you I love the phone. Ones. You love the. F- I hated it as soon as I hooked up. I said, "This is it. I have to use my phone." Yeah, like I, I was. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. And I used my phone with a Chromecast for set for like four or five years, and then I got an Android TV box. And uh, I don't know, just getting having Android TV the 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 platform is just yeah. it's easier. It's more relaxing. Yeah. it's less stressful than having to go on the phone. But I, I get it. I I did the phone thing for a long time <laughs> with my Chromecast. Well, I see it. If, if cloud gaming services come on native to TVs, instead of buying external hardware, I'll just buy a better TV. So I, I, I don't want to go forward buying new devices just to do exactly what I'm doing now with my phone. Right. So oh, I, I'll, show support, I'll show support for my Chromecast. <laughs> <laughs> the way Google operates is drives me insane right so they have an awesome product with google with with the chromecast and then you know they have an awesome product with android tv my thing is why did it take them this long to merge both of them so pretty much i don't know if you guys have heard but the new sabrina um chromecast is gonna have android tv built in it's like Wow, like we've been all asking for this for ages. So it's pretty cool that that's going to happen. But my thing is, I feel if they ever wanted to push Google Stadia as a home console, I feel like right now would be one of the best opportunities, right? By bundling. I mean, if they, they can put Sabrina, let's call it that. They can put Sabrina with a Chromecast, uh, controller in a box and call it a console and mark you know like design it you know like market it with a good box you know showcasing stadium showcasing the game but they can do that because it's going to have android tv which then means stadium is officially going to be available for android tvs and that's going to be a beautiful thing i feel like this event can really benefit stadia if google takes advantage of it but knowing google i highly doubt they will. <laughs> they're playing the long game with right. it that's for sure it's a, it's a big yeah. f but yeah well what what they should do is when you boot up the sabrina chromecast it should say google selects and then shows you all the apps that google recommends and there should just be stadia on the, on like the first <laughs> one just right. to say and then even think, when it's doing an update, just show a video of like, oh, by the way, did you know you can jump into a game with right. and just, just push the narrative for like two months or so. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and a, your point, I mean, they're, they've had this before with the Nexus TV oh my back goodness. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't gain enough traction. People were just so skeptical. And uh, the Chromecast was just easier for more people to use. Yeah. So they stuck with that until people were more used to the smart displays and smartphones. I, I think that that's my theory as to why they took like a six-year break between the Nexus TV and yeah. the coming back to fully supporting Android TV or yeah. Google TV as it looks like they're going to rebrand it. Yeah. 
they have an opportunity here, man. <laughs> you know, like that's what yeah. kind of make this situation frustrating. But again, knowing Google, they they're not gonna do anything about it. It's just gonna be Chromecast with an Android TV yeah. built into it. They gotta well, start I... marketing Stadia like you were talking about, like a console, and less like a streaming service. Yeah. Because their platform acts more like a console. Granted, it's in the cloud. It's right. a closed ecosystem. It has its own exclusives. It mimics a console more than it does any other cloud gaming yeah. service. Yeah. And they need to market it that way. And they'll build a lot faster because there's millions of console gamers. Yeah. And, you know, they want to game on a console more than cloud right. games. So even though it's still cloud, if they would put it out that way as more of a console, I think they'd do better. Yeah. I they think just... they're going to be crafty. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I think they're going to be crafty because it's because of the home automation and stuff like that. Mm. They're going to push it as a smart device for your home. Mm. And then in a few months when the new console is going to come out, they're going to support existing Android TVs with built-in Chromecasts. So they're mm. sort of getting you to focus more on the smart device. Mm. And then they're going to push the narrative saying you don't need any hardware to play Stadia. And then they're going to patch Android TVs. There's a problem with that. In 2015, Xbox fell on their face because they focused on being smart and being a TV and all of those other things before focusing on being a gaming machine. And it destroyed their takeoff for this generation. It's about to end. And I think if Google keeps looking at things like smart, it's a smart device and push it this way, you're not going to grab the gamers. Gamers don't care about a smart device. They, they want a gaming device and you got to treat it as such. I think a lot of gamers are going to say, aren't they? Well, it's still a price point to get into Stadia, so why would I want that? Right. That's true. So I that's think that's true. going to be a counter argument. Well, having the ha- having the Android TV box, I mean, basically telling people they can just use their existing controllers with it because being mm. Android TV, it's going to have Bluetooth capability. Um, mm. I mean, most likely, I don't see how they wouldn't have Bluetooth, especially if they're going to have a controller. Um, and then just be able to pair up existing Xbox and PS4 controllers to it, play multiplayer games, not have to invest in a bunch of new controllers. Mm. Um, I, I think good. that that's going to be a good chance to grab people um, and building it as a platform that way. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good uh, angle. That's Yeah. That Especially if you can play Stadia, Shadow, and GeForce Now all on an NVIDIA Shield Pro TV. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that thing has fantastic upscaling, by the way, to 4K. I don't know if you yeah. guys have checked yeah. it out, but, yeah, it would be great to have all that on one box. Yeah, that would help them out, too. See, if, it, if the new Chromecast did show support because Android TV for the other cloud services, I would go for the smallest form factor, and that would probably be the Chromecast, wouldn't it? I don't want other boxes to be floating around on the shelf. I'll just plug it into HDMI and don't worry about it. Tell you what, uh, Shadow works great on Android TV. I have a, a Xiaomi Mi, uh, Mi Box, and uh, I just have a USB wireless um, keyboard and mouse that I just hook yeah. up to it and yep. treat it. It it's works great. like a long computer. I mean, it, it's crazy. Yeah, Shadow, yeah, it's, it is crazy. Man, power it off. Awesome. Yeah, I love Shadow. <laughs> I love Shadow. As soon as I said Shadow, everybody would start talking about Shadow because <laughs> it's one of the things that grows my channel too. A lot of my oh subscribers my came from my Shadow videos when I started yeah. those in, in March. So yeah. definitely. We'll, we'll get last to Shadow point. in a bit. Go ahead. Yeah. Last point about the show. If they yeah. could sort of tease me by saying Stadia is coming to Web OS 
for LG Tellies maybe coming <laughs> 2021. I'll be like, yes. Just, just you. saying it. Oh, so you're, you're no boxes and control it with your phone. So you have no extra remotes. I see where you're coming from. You want nothing, actually, a TV and a phone, and you're done. I've got. I've got a Sony Bravia TV, the Android TV, and it's oh, got it's Shadow. Yeah, it's got Shadow and GeForce. I've got an Xbox <laughs> controller. Yep. Yeah, now they just need to get your Stadia, and you're good to go. Just awesome. yeah, the, the only thing that I feel like is missing Shadow. Shadow, I feel like it works on every single device except for one, and that would be a Roku. If you could get Shadow on a Roku oh. somehow, uh. I think that would just that would be crazy not, not the platform to, yeah not to knock roku off but people still use that i mean i the new tv it's that i just bought has roku as the platform uh, on it so okay i didn't know if they were still because they were once you know on top but I'm, i didn't know i haven't been following them much yeah they, they took no, a big hit about three or four months ago okay now, the only external box i bought was the apple tv and i was made up to see shadow come to ios devices right, right and i was like yes that's great then shadow dropped on the other tv and then itunes stopped as well and i was like oh i don't really so <laughs> i know need what? all these cloud services to come together on just one just spot one device. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shadow works horrible on apple tv for me by the way i mean it works great on everything else i use it on but i'm having a horrible time on apple tv with it right now does it you have an nvidia shield right jerry uh yes i actually have another one on the way because mine could put in me but uh, did shadow work good for you in there yeah yeah and it would uh i could even like run it 1080p 60 and then like the shadow pro would upscale that to 4k on my 4k Uh, tv and it looked it actually worked really well it still works best on my pcs Mm -hmm. honestly and on my phone my iphone actually runs it extremely well but um yeah yeah, it was running just fine on there as soon as i get my new one in i'm gonna start adding some videos uh about that too and and take some video using that on nvidia yeah i when i run it on mine it looks like crap I don't know why. I was actually trying to, I was on Reddit trying to see if people had like a custom sentence that can be helpful. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't look, it looks grainy. It doesn't That's, look crisp. It, it happens to me sometimes. That's my problem with Apple TV is it gets really bad on that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's one of the big points about cloud gaming right now. And like, it was funny. He was talking about 11 years ago, they came with the future. I mean, we're still years away in my opinion from cloud gaming becoming like the main, like working for everyone. Cause shadow works for me on one device, one way. And for you on the same device yeah. might work another way. Right. And there's just not a lot of continuity about how well the services work on different devices to get people right. to really be excited about it. True. True. So let's move on to the July 14th Stadia event, right? What are y'all's expectations? What do you feel and think we're going to see here? Um, I think they're going to probably talk about Orcs Must Die again. I, I think <laughs> that's going to, they just keep bringing that up and yeah, pushing yeah. it back. And yeah. um, I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to give us some hard dates on the EA games because okay. right now all they told us was fall. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any dates, so correct me if I'm wrong, but no. uh, I'm still waiting to see when Fallen Order, FIFA, and Madden are all coming yeah. to Stadia. There's five coming, but they only announced three so far, right. so the other two right. hopefully yeah. will get announced as well. Yeah, they did because I know they said that in the last Connect that five were coming, and they only announced three, and we're like, wait a minute. You just said five, and you showed three. That, yeah, I think not, they said three was coming this year, right? For is is that the case? And two next year, 
Yeah, they were very vague. They were very vague about like when they were releasing them. So that he's right. They should definitely come up with something for some dates. Yeah. Enough carrots in front of us that we chase. Like, when are we getting our games? Uh, the other, no. the other thing is that I'd like to see them do. So they're do- aren't they doing like a Tony Hawk uh, remastered? Yes. For one and two, I would love to see that come to Stadia, and I haven't seen any announcements for that. So they, I they might do that. Right now, it's exclusive to the Epic Game Store on PC. Oh, it is? Right, oh. Just for right now, as far as a P- yeah. But I think it's timed. So, but yeah, I have it pre-ordered already. So oh, I'll be ready that's to go. Awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. So we might, just a heads up, we might actually have a guest who possibly can be dropping in any second now. Um, Give me a second. Let me just pull this up. You guys might know of Sunny from the Cloud Gaming channel. Um, He might be making Uh an appearance here pretty soon. And there he is. Well, I don't, I don't see his screen, so I don't know if it's right. Anyway, um, let's just just keep talking about this uh, July event. So uh, you're thinking EA, possibly. Some hard dates for sure. Okay. Okay. If they can drop Origins Premiere subscription coming soon, then I'll be happy with that. If they want to partner with EA on that one. Do you think we'll see like EA? Um, what's their streaming? Are their origins? Origins, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you feel mm-hmm. like that will make a way to Google Stadia? I know they're bringing I, it to Steam eventually. I think right? Uplay Plus is going to be more likely to happen. Oh than yeah, yeah, that is true. I think they're going to test the. I think they're going to test the water, and then see for a few years by using other cloud services, and then sort of collect the data, and then make their own one in a few years, mm-hmm. but. At the moment, I like the idea that they might give you a lease for a few years. Hmm. Yeah, I saw a rumor that EA is kind of wanting to get rid of Origin altogether, and that's why they're converting over to Steam. So if they do that, they'll be able to start putting their games uh, in more spots as well. Yeah, because I don't know if they want to keep maintaining their own launcher and storefront when they can just use Steam and and that kind of thing. So that's kind of what it looks like is going on is they're going to wind down that service. Cool, cool. So welcome, Sunny. What's up? What's up? What's so, up, Sonny? Uh, What's going on? You good, Sonny? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I've been trying to get on here for like the last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like talking all this cool stuff, and I'm like, dang, I want to get in on this, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good place guys, to be. Yeah, it's the Cool Kids Club right here. How's it going? Good, good. Welcome, dude. Welcome. Well, thank so you for having me. About, yeah, we're just talking about the July 14th state event, talking about what we potentially might see. What's your take? Oh man, so I've I've been saying that this there's a lot riding on this thing here for the, for uh, for Stadia. There's the next gen coming up. They really need to make a splash. Now there's been the rumors about Apex Legends. There's been like all these things, and even in my own mind, I'm like, if they don't do something big, uh, they're going to be a little bit in trouble here with everything coming up. And I think that. The biggest thing, somebody in my, I, I like to say this, somebody in my comments said this in one of my videos where they're just like, they just need to show us a screenshot of what they're working on in terms of their own t- titles. Like, we just need to see a picture. We need to see maybe some like drawings. We need to see something that's going on. We got to see something. We got to get some hype because they got to have something behind them. And as you guys know, games are what really sell things. 
and this connect is gonna have to bring the goods or yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pretty sad and i'm gonna be pretty worried because you know I'm about to start branching, start covering some more stuff. Without, you know, some shadow. I'm going to be with you guys here talking about all this other stuff. Because uh, Stadia is looking like they're going to be in trouble if they don't have something with Connect. But that's my thoughts. Yeah. I think the fact that they announced it almost a month early, right, shows that they would. I, I feel like they're trying to build hype for it. And normally they just, like, drop a, like, uh, another saying we have a Connect in a, in a week or two. But this one is is they're taking their time with it, so I'm I'm hoping that because the anticipation, the build up, that they have some stuff to show us. Um, so again, there's a lot riding on this for sure, and hopefully, we uh we hear some pretty awesome stuff. We hear some pretty well, awesome stuff. Well, I wouldn't give Google backlash if they decided to show something that's in development and. It's not going to be out for two years because it works for Sony to oh. tease trailer <laughs> and takes yep. years to come out. So if Google yeah. just say, here is our upcoming exclusives right. coming soon and just leave right. it at that, I'll, 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 accept, I'll accept that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get, give people something to get excited about, right? Again, Sony's king. I mean, what game... How long ago did they show The Last of Us 2, right? And that game is just releasing this year. It's just insane. But it gets people excited. It lets them know these you know, great things in the future for the console and the platform. So, yeah, that would not hurt at all. When it comes yeah. to exclusives, though, do you guys feel like we'll see any exclusives to the Stadia platform with this Connect? I, I think it's time to do some serious exclusives, ones that are like maybe I don't know like I think Dirt 5 would have been a cool one to do that with but they got I mean that's pushed back I mean in any kind of game that's like a sequel of something that's new that's coming out so not some indie game um I mean I love indie games don't get me wrong but that's not going to build hype if you have timed exclusives for a game that nobody's ever heard of yeah yeah true I feel the well, same <laughs> It would have to be good because if they did have um, the new grid, it's always going to be in comparison to Gran Turismo and mm. Forza. And then if they ever create a first-person shooter, it's always going to be compared to the likes of other platforms, first-person shooters. So it's going to be hard for them. So I think they should just go for a big open world with hundreds of players in, mm. you know, mm. maybe their own they- MMO. Yeah, they need they do they need something big and they need a lot of exclusives because like we were talking about Stadia being more like a console. What happens to a console that doesn't have exclusives to make you buy it or buy in? Yeah. It dies. Right. So yeah. they really really need that. And don't forget one we're not really gonna probably bring up or talk about, but July twenty third is Xbox's E three event. Like they're a big event. We already mm-hmm. had the PlayStation event, and not only will that drop a lot of excitement in games, they're probably gonna talk a lot about XCloud. So, and XCloud will probably have all their exclusives that they're going to announce, and that will take over the news cycle big time. So, if Stadia doesn't do something, they're going to get trampled over. Yeah. Uh, Xbox has like 17 studios working on exclusives, like at a minimum right now, and Stadia probably has like three. I mean, they really got to crank something out. And they have the money to do it, but I just haven't seen them doing a lot. Yeah. I'll be kind of shocked if they, they actually do a lot like mention a lot of xcloud with this thing because i know that they're going to be upgrading those blades um but 
Mm-hmm. I know, didn't we just, wasn't there some rumors now that it is going to be part of X, the uh, the Game Pass? I think, like, at the moment, it seems like it's just kind of being tacked on for now that they're planning to go big with that whole Facebook thing and, and all that jazz. Um, yeah. But it, it feels like right now they're just kind of making their way towards it. And I think, I don't know if it's going to get a lot of news, but I am going to be paying quite yeah. a bit of attention to it yeah. here soon, for sure. Right. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're going to touch an Xbox uh, pretty soon. Um, but I, I do think the move to put it on Game Pass is quite interesting. I think originally that was the plan. Um, and we'll I guess we'll get more into that in a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure. But what else are you guys hoping to see with this July 14 Connect? Just games. We need there needs to be games. That's it. I mean, I mean, people keep talking about features. I'm just I'm telling people it's listen, they can they can put out all the jazz they want about all the cool, sweet looking features. Who who cares if like there's no games to play the features on? There needs to be games. It's that simple. So um that's what I'm hoping to see. That there's just some really good showcase of some games, maybe things we haven't heard of. Like I said, I I'm gonna be doing that thing live. There's going to be people looking at my face and seeing disappointment if I don't see a ton of stuff happening. So, yeah, I, 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 the show. I, I think we do need a lot of games, but yeah. um, I think there's like three more features that I'm waiting on, uh, which is you know more state share, like Jerry was talking about. Yeah, true. Um, more uh, family share. I want to be able to play with my fa- my close family and friends and not have to keep having them buy new games constantly, that would be awesome uh, to be able to share with a handful of people. Yeah. Um, and, and and Android TV. I mean, the, those three right there, official support yeah. for Android TV, that's yeah. all I'm waiting for yep. um, feature-wise. I think other than that, the platform is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to roll out some games. So I think something Google has done an excellent job with Stadia is just the stealth drop with features, right? I mean, we got the wireless uh, phone support. They just stealth dropped that, right? So it sounds like they're working in all these features and they're just going to, I mean, they dropped uh, the uh, free base Stadia model through just a stealth drop. No major announcement, just like, hey, it's now free. And so I think with features, that's what we might see going forward, right? When something's ready, when they're done cooking it, stealth drop. Oh, this feature is available. But I feel like with this presentation, again, when you have the whole press looking, it's time to bring out the big guns, right? Don't announce old features that we know is coming. If you have new features, here is the time to say, hey, you know, Stadia is now going to be able to do this. Stadia is going to have RTX come, you know, uh, fall 20. I agree. You know, like we're going to see, yeah, all those new features. We're going to see RTX. We're going to see, um, what's what's the other one I was thinking about? Um, uh, Gen 2, right? We've heard about Stadia 2.0 being the works. Let us know what that is going to look like. Let us know how powerful that's going to be compared to next-gen consoles. I feel like this is the time to, like, this is the E3 moment. And Microsoft is taking it. They're going to take it like it's E3. Sony definitely took it like it's E3. So come here blazing with, like, features if you're going to announce it that is so 
cool. And then games, that's definitely going to get people talking. This is the time to do it. Not <laughs> any time. Well, well there's, so there's no backlash. Google needs to show gameplay of the games running on stage. No yeah. cinematic trailers. If they show cinematic trailers and don't show actual <laughs> gameplay, gameplay of, yeah. they're going to start saying, oh, it's the Assassin's Creed again. It's where yeah. it, where's all the gameplay to run on stadium? Right. Yeah, definitely. We and and even and like you said, even if stuff is a year, two years out, I, I, in the right. event, they need to at least show that giant splash screen of here's yeah. all the studios and games coming to Stadia. Like even if it says in the next two years or in the next year, so that people know. Okay, if I get in the Stadia now, it's 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 coming. It's all it's all going to happen. Like show show a big thing. Even if they can't say this is coming tomorrow put a lot of hype like whatever you got on the books just stick it in the show sure. put a lot of hype in there agreed 100 i think they're pairing it with like the summer game fest too right it's not like off yep. the youtube channel it's not like yeah. that bogus crap where they're like hey guys we're gonna do a connect right and yeah. then it ends up being a freaking video and it's like okay cool dudes Terrible. thank you Terrible. for that thank yeah. you guys for being amateurs you know like <laughs> and i think they know that i think they know they're gonna be on a yeah. bigger stage yeah. i mean i can't wait to see those comments when the stadium connects rolling off but um, I know there's gonna be a lot of hate there, but I'm hoping that all those haters look at something and they see something like cool, smooth. I don't think features that are old. I don't want to hear about features that are old and past that already. I think you nailed it, Ace. That we need to see if it needs to be new features. It needs to be like all that stuff needs to just be rolled down like they've been doing, which they've been doing a good job. We got to give them yeah. a little bit of props. They've been rolling out good features. They've been doing some good stuff. Right. Um, but it just needs to be games. It needs to be a good showcase. And oh man, oh man, I am worried. I'm going to be nervous as all heck on that 14th, man. You guys are going to see it in my face. I'm going to be sitting there like, oh God, what's going to happen? Because, you know, it's it's like it's what I cover too. It's what I mostly cover. And it's yeah. definitely got my worry, you know. So we'll see. I think this is, uh, what's his name? Jeff Keeley's going to host it, which is a big deal. I mean, you don't bring someone with that, you know, caliber to host your connect if you don't have anything to show for it i mean that's the vma dude right so um yeah so hopefully fingers crossed they bring in the big guns i hope i hope well i hope hopefully. i hope they say coming soon because i don't want a backlash at one <laughs> stage and people are coming 2021 with the stage oh, logo and it doesn't it doesn't oh. delay everyone's like look at cyberpunk they can't even Deliver games on their own right. platform. Just right. put coming soon. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. I hope they've learned by now, right? They've had several months under the belt to see how this whole video game industry situation works. And so hopefully they, they know what they're doing by now and they present us with a killer connect, you know? But hopefully. Yeah, it needs to look less like a Nintendo Direct and more like an E3 event. I, oh, nicely said. But I with Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo's the only company that packs so many information in the direct. I don't know how they do it, but I love Nintendo. I've oh been a fan goodness. since I was like six years old. But you know, as far as something like Stadia, they need something big. A Nintendo Direct look because like their last Connect reminded me of a Nintendo Direct, but not yeah. as good. And yeah. that's not good. So <laughs> we got to see E three level. Yeah, freak but- out. But you you have to be you have to be careful what you wish for, because you know you can you can have a big E three and fill it with fluff, right? With garbage, yeah. Yeah, you see Microsoft bringing 
musicians to play in it. I mean, we don't want to see that, right? We want to see like a Sony like just games after games after yeah. games instead of just like fluff after fluff. We want to see game like stuff. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, I agree. It, it needs to be big. It needs to be well, big. I think well, something like having a Uplay Plus add-on for like oh, $2 more a month or something like that and having an entire oh goodness, library yeah. of games, I think that would be great because then you get all these games that are out there that people are already playing with cross-save over into Stadia. Right. Something to that extent I think would be huge because um, so many people that I know that are 100% console players or 100% PC players, that's the that's the big thing. They don't want to have to have a tiny library um, something that se- feels experimental and having hundreds of games that you can just dive into without having to update, install, uh, anything like that. I think that would be amazing. Hmm. That's a good point. Well, me personally, I wouldn't mind um, this being more like an internal connect because you can start saying, here's gameplay, smile, pre-order now, and play the demo. Stadia! <laughs> I, I, I would like that, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. another one. Uh, who was it? Jim or somebody uncovered that they have uh, demos coming to Stadia soon. Yeah, using yeah. Their base code that they need to they need to announce that too. Um, you don't have to buy a game to to yeah. decide if you want to play it. By yeah, the way, EA Access has something similar. You get like ten hours, yeah. you know, that you can play or something. It doesn't have to be that long, but it would be cool if they did something. Yeah. By the way, shout outs to uh, Jim and he. He knows how to get in there, man, and rip all those informations out. Man, he does a good job. If you guys haven't checked out his YouTube channel, do that. It's really good at, at what he does. So shout out to him. Anything else for this connect that you guys are hoping to see? Okay. I think we just want games. I think everybody just wants games. It's just yeah. We just want games. Lots of games. Oh, <laughs> lots of games. Lots of games. The, sport, the sports games have to play with other consoles, so can strengthen that oh. bond where you can say play with other consoles. You mean I like don't want to play crossplay? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to load up FIFA and I'm staring at a screen for ten minutes just watching it load for a lobby. Give yeah. me you know, yeah. crossplay. Right. I agree. Someone here was mentioned about Destiny and how yeah. um, hard that is now to find a game. Yeah, yep. during the free pro months, fine. No yeah. free pro months, not good. Yeah, free, I just yeah. jump back onto PC Steam or back yeah. onto my Xbox, and I get a match in seconds. So right, right. I mean, just seeing what cross platform did with the Division Two and Stadia, it, that should be like the standard moving forward. You know, it's pretty. It's needed for Stadia because this is a new platform right now. So, cool. All right. I think we covered uh, most of the Stadia news and um, stuff that we expecting to see with the events happening this month. Again, two of them. It's going to be quite interesting. So, we're going to, if anyone else uh, doesn't have anything to say, we're going to move into GeForce now and talk about yes. some of the news there. Um, so I'm sure you guys saw last week or probably two weeks ago, Square Enix uh, making a comeback to the GeForce Now platform. I thought this was pretty cool. This gives me hope that, you know, companies that left Activision Bethesda, that with this opt-in program, they're going to make their way back to the platform. 
And so just want to know what your thoughts are um, if you guys follow the news with Square Enix coming back on GeForce Now. Yeah. So uh, they... What the heck? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off. Not but, bad. Not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just like Ben, I've, I've covered GeForce Now on my channel since it came out in February. And I've probably done a video on it at least once a week, every week since February, because every week it either lost games or something had happened to it, you know, there's just a laundry list of, of things that happened its first couple right. of months. Right. So I've stayed on that one pretty heavy. And finally, and it wasn't just Square Enix, uh, The Long Dark came back right before yeah, that. True. And then, and I didn't think that they would come back at all. And then Square Enix came back with not all, but most of their games. And so I think with the opt-in, companies just want the choice kind of like a kid like they can say yes or no instead of nvidia just adding them Mm -hmm. from steam or whatever uh so yeah we might see more come back i don't the weird thing is with cloud gaming is i don't know what kind of partnerships are starting to form out there so like will you see warzone come back or any call of duties come back or is activision working more closely with stadia and google because that's one of the rumors that you know that's why they're not going back so it's hard to tell and then that makes me worried that cloud gaming will become like streaming tv where you need 800 services to play all the games you want to play and i am not doing that I already don't watch half the shows I used to watch because I'm not going to pay for all those. So that's one of my big worries when it comes down to all these partnerships and everybody wanting to have a cloud service. I want like two, three, maybe four good cloud services. Everybody put your games there and let's go and cross-play everything. Yeah. No, good point if anyone else. But I agree. I agree. It'll It'll be nice, right, if we can just not have that division. And I do see this becoming that where... Uh, companies are going to be paying for exclusive rights or, you know, just having games come to the platform at first. I think people think I'm crazy for saying this, but when GTA 5 was pulled from GeForce Now, I think a big reason was because Sony, right? You saw that within a month or so, it was on uh, what PlayStation Now when they were making that push. So I think we're going to see some of this uh, moving forward where these companies are going to be paying for exclusive rights, which is a bummer because it's yeah. not good for the consumers, which is us. To exactly. I prefer the games to be in as many places as possible to play. Right. And to be fair, they're just mimicking what the video what the video streaming industry is exactly. doing. Like, exactly. HBO Max having all the Harry Potter movies and DC yeah. movies and pulling them everywhere. And then Disney Plus taking all their stuff off from everything. Oh. So yeah. The library. Sucks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over the years, you've seen Netflix just kind of start shrinking down and then they had to start making their own content because yeah. yep. everyone's just pulling, pulling, pulling. So yeah. oh, we better make some content or we're not going to have a platform anymore. It's true. I guess which can be a good thing because, you know, that's when we'll start seeing exclusive matter. Right? You see, I know Shadows is, is a Virgil um desktop in the in in the cloud if you want to call it that so they're not going to make exclusive games but it's going to be pretty interesting to see if like um you know nvidia gets into the market of creating like first party ips i don't know but i think in order to stand a chance with we're going to see Microsoft in the first-party exclusives on xCloud. We're going to see Google, right? They're working in theirs. And Sony, of course, whenever, you know, whatever they, t- they decide to do with PS Now, we'll see the exclusive. So how are, how is GeForce Now going to compete with that? You know, so it's going to be quite interesting to see, for sure. 
Well, yeah. on the Square Enix point, um, for me, I was excited to see it. But when I didn't see Final Fantasy or Octopath yeah. Traveler on yeah. there, yeah. I was like, oh, the big games are not coming. They've pulled yeah. it. And to me, um, supposedly Square Enix is going to release some new games in August, you know, yeah, for future I heard that. years. And if GeForce now can't get them for day one, it's going to make mm. me worry that, okay, developers are in, but only for back catalog games. That's a good I'm point. Not, mm. That's a really good point. Really good point. I mean, there is a benefit G4 now has, like, um, you're going to get Cyberpunk 2077 on launch day available on there. So, and I believe that's either Steam or Epic, either one you buy it on, I think you'll have access through GeForce Now. That's going to be absolutely the cheapest way to play RTX Cyberpunk 2077. There's no other way you'll play it cheaper. Um, Shadow, you would have to have the next package up, like the $29.99 a month deal, and nobody else even has RTX. So for $5 or $10 a month for GeForce Now, that's the only way you're going to do RTX. Yeah. No, that's a really good deal. My thing is, why don't they bring 4K as well? It's crazy yeah. that that service is still only just 1080p, right? Well, yeah, even Stadia coming 1440p streaming did a lot for me because I game on a 1440p monitor, and that completely changed how it looked yeah. for me, how it played, yeah. Hopefully well, we see that um, this fall. Yeah, go ahead. NVIDIA, um, NVIDIA are going to planning to bring out their Series 3000 graphics cards, so yes. maybe they'll wait for them to mm. put them in the data centers, and then they're going to offer... 4k 60 so to compete Ooh. with stadia blades then microsoft's got stacks full of um xbox series s um, xbox series one isn't it for 221 so maybe nvidia is just waiting hmm. and then in the fall for cyberpunk go where's our new graphics card for geforce now it's hmm. a good point yep. that's a really good point okay so Anything else with Square Enix that we didn't cover? My Holtz, I think you hit it right in the head with just they brought back some games, right? But we still missing near Automata's missing. We're missing the Final Fantasy franchise. I don't want this to be like you were saying a back catalog of games because you know the hell wants that. We want to see same day release. You know, like if are we going to see the Avengers come to GeForce now day one, right? Stadia's going to get it, but is are we going to get in GeForce now day one? That's going to be quite interesting to see for sure. One thing I like about GeForce now with their opt-in is, I mean, just because I am pro have your game everywhere, especially if you buy it, you should be able to play it anywhere. The companies who don't opt in, it tells me a lot about them. <laughs> if I can't play, if I buy your game on Steam or Epic and you don't opt in to allow me yeah, to play it on GeForce true. Now, it kind of tells me a little bit about your practices anyway. Yeah, that is true. I cover that a lot on the channel. I've gotten very mad at a lot of companies for for pulling games that I paid for. I'm logging into Steam. I don't care if it's a virtual machine or not. I'm logging into my account and playing my game, and you want to tell me I can't? I just have a big issue with that. Oh, that I, I, I get it. I mean, my birthday in February, I decided to jump back into cloud gaming with with uh geforce now in particular that's what really brought me back and i bought i don't know five or six games uh through steam uh, just a lot of the stuff that i'd missed over the last five or ten years and then like literally two days after i bought <laughs> they just started dropping and I, yeah. I was so mad that i just quit using geforce now for like yeah. two weeks. 
yeah yeah i was playing call of duty modern warfare and i was yeah. loving it and the next day i was going to make a video on it for the channel and i went to load it up and i looked like what happened so yeah. i started making news videos about them losing games instead of making gaming videos right about right. it so yeah it was a rough couple of months of game losses for yeah. sure that sucks to buy them and then like two days later you can't play them that's yeah. that's the scary thing with those services exactly exactly so this is me go ahead for me, I choose HDR plus ray tracing, then frame rate, and then resolution. But I know mm-hmm. a lot of people care about resolution. So if mm-hmm. GeForce now can't up the messaging to say up to 4K, a lot of people are going to say, well, I am not going to play Cyberpunk on GeForce now <laughs> when I can play it on next-gen consoles. and or 4K, my, yeah. 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 No, I, I do think we're going to see them make that 4K push come this fall. I'll be shocked and surprised if they don't, honestly speaking. Especially with how they're pushing Cyberpunk, right? They wanna, they're they going to want to showcase that game to its best potential. And not having 4K is going to cripple it. But I, so I do see them getting 4K and pushing that this fall. For sure. For sure. So there's a new feature announced called Freestyle. Have you guys heard about that? Ben, I think you sent yeah, that one to me. earlier today. Yesterday. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on that, Ben? Um, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, I know that with uh, GeForce Now, I mean, when you, when you look at Marchief's videos and he shows like different, how the coloring looks a little bit different from right. Stadia to GeForce yeah. Now to Shadow and GeForce right. Now is like the warmest colors. Of all of them, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. having that freestyle, being able to cool down the color scheming a little sure. bit, throw on an HDR layer on it, things like that. I think that's a pretty cool feature. I don't think it's necessary, but it, it makes it so you can customize it to your TV yeah. or your monitor and make it look better without having to tweak all your settings. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not groundbreaking, but it doesn't hurt to have, right? Um, so, yeah. That's, I agree. <laughs> I agree. There's nothing much to say about freestyle, but just wanted to let you guys know that I, I don't know if it's available yet, but I know it's coming. It's just announced. Um, but that's all the news that we have for GeForce now. Do you guys have anything else going on for that that I didn't mention here? No, the only thing I wanted to mention was that I'm glad that they ended up doing what they did in terms of making companies opt in. And really just getting yeah. rid of that negative press of, you know, this this game leaves the service. Right. And it made it more clear cut. And I think that was a really smart move. A lot of people were like, well, what the heck is that? But yeah. um, it's good to see that Square Enix did come back just because, um, you know, people were like, well, is this exclusivity with like Stadia or something? So good to see that that wasn't really the case there. So, um, like I said, that was a really good job by GeForce. Now, I, I really got to get back into it myself. Um, right. But... But good job by them for sure. Yeah. I think it takes the blame off of them now, right? Yeah. So people like always say, oh, NVIDIA GeForce now is doing that. Kind of like what you were saying, Jerry. If, you know, like a company that you support is not supporting the opt in program, then you look at them a certain way now because it's pretty much up to them to put the games on GeForce now if they choose to. So Yeah, it switches the bad press. So GeForce so exactly. Nvidia is like, well, well, we'll let them. 
Right. You know, but they won't do it. So yeah, it's, it's just it takes the eye off of them for sure. I think it was a great idea, and it makes it clear cut for everybody. They know what they can play. Um, and of course, every Thursday we get the drop of games and the news, and we'll all be doing videos tomorrow and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Except for Stadia over here, who's hoping Stadia doesn't fail. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> You'll be doing GeForce Now videos and Shadow videos in a pretty, few weeks. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> we'll see. We'll no, see hopefully what happens on the, on the 14th. It'll be like, oh, guys, oh, I'm going to get off this stream. i got to start learning about Shadow yeah, a little bit because um, <laughs> this is looking pretty bad right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I, hopefully, you're so busy making videos on so many games you can't keep up, but uh, we'll, see, we'll see what they do. I know. I know. And Stadia does that, man. They, they just like – one week can drop massive amounts of like news and games and then the next two weeks just leave Crickets. it dry. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's one but, thing I think G Force now is doing right as well. Everybody knows Thursday they're gonna say something. Yeah. Like uh you know now yeah. you get the free epic games. That's one thing you didn't mention about G Force sure. now. Um and you don't have to pay for that. You don't pay for an Epic Games account. You create it for free. You get two free games every single week and sometimes they're really good. They gave away lots of great games and GTA 5 was yeah yeah, well, yeah that's how i started testing right. gta 5 was because they gave it away for free and um so but now that they got past that all free games will be available on geforce now day one every week every thursday so that's more that they'll Pretty be getting cool. so mm-hmm. cool. but do you say do you say five free with epic still not compatible with geforce now exactly they and they I, made that announcement after that game was free so it's yeah. still not coming back to geforce so, now yet but at all the, at all the games that i wanted I'll just say GTA Five with my free Epic, and never brought it. So yeah. I wonder, coming forward, is there going to be other free titles that they're going to say, "Well, it will come soon for GeForce Now." Not yet. Right now, it's a guarantee every week the free games. So if that affects what free games they offer, it could. Like if a company will opt in, but Epic Games is real big right now that their new contracts for all their developers state that they opt into GeForce Now. Like they're supposed yeah. to support it. That's how much yeah. Epic believes in GeForce Now, yeah. like, and Ubisoft as well. They're trying yeah. to make it to where all their developers must opt into GeForce Now. They want yeah. all their games on there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. It shows that GeForce Now is not... I mean, if Epic is back in GeForce Now, I mean, it's, it's a positive sign for the platform. So it shows yeah. they're not going anywhere anytime soon. So it's good. So I want to move on to xCloud. Um, again, not a lot of news here, but the biggest being that it's going to be a part of Game Pass now. Um, and I think it was officially confirmed by Phil Harrison. not Phil Harrison. Wait, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. They mixed up. But yeah, he confirmed that that's going to be the case come this fall. And I I saw this coming. I mean, if you really play xCloud, you see it's most of the games on that platform are games that are already on Game Pass, right? So pretty much what they're stating is that Game Pass is xCloud is going to allow you to stream your Game Pass games anywhere. And again, Microsoft, I've stated this multiple times, they're all about having the best service, right? It's all about, I, I believe, the service bef- before consoles. Um, with the Xbox original console, what stood out out of that was Xbox Live, right? And Halo, really. But with Game Pass now, I feel like that's the bread and butter. That's what they're trying to push. And you see them with the whole play games anywhere situation where they're not too concerned about where you play your Xbox games. You can play on PC. You can play them in Xbox console. 
I feel like, again, they really don't care about hardware and software is key. So Game Pass, I feel like, is the bread and butter, and they're going to try to push that. So by including xCloud and giving you that option to play your Game Pass game anywhere, it's a win. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge because this means you're going to get Halo Infinite, same-day release, and you can play it pretty much anywhere on any platform it's a different approach from google stadium geforce now but this i feel like is the netflix for games that people have been dreaming about but yeah what what what's your take on this y'all uh I'll, i'll jump in uh so i think this is really good and there was some people who I was hearing were really doubting this. They were like, no, there's no way. And I, like you said, Ace, I saw this coming. It's just too good not to do it because really you're going to get a lot of people trying cloud gaming in general because it's going to be free. They're going to be able to play it on their phones. They're going to be able to experience their gaming on a different level. And you're going to be kind of uh, indoctrinating all these people who are console players and they're going to be testing something out. Uh, that they've never tested before. Um, the sad part is that though they're going to be testing it on those crappy Xbox One S's, right? But uh, yeah. outside of that, though, I mean, it's it's going to be. I think it was a really smart move, and I'm glad to have seen it because there's there's just so many games with Game Pass. Uh, I mean, it's the one thing that I have outside of Stadia, and uh, it's for my little brother, and he 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 downloads a ton of games. He he uses the crap out of it, and then now the ability to have that. To have xCloud on there is just, it's, it's excellent. Really good job. I'm glad to see that. And I'm honestly hoping that they start to take it more serious, though. I, I really want to see. I know they said they're going to upgrade the hardware. We I saw that tweet. Um, they're going to try to get to the Xbox One X. That doesn't excite me either. I'm just like, come on. That's not, I mean, how much better is it going to run? It doesn't run good for me at all. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't know why I can't get xCloud to work at all for whatever reason. Yeah. But Either way, like there's some good games on there, and I'm I'm curious to see how this is going to look. I hope that somehow it improves come launch. Uh, I'm guessing some time in the next couple months, and just see how it goes. But I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I was glad to see that. Yeah, absolutely. I have something else to say, but I just want people on the panel to give the input for sure. What are y'all thoughts so far in Xbox and Game Pass? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with what he's saying as well. And it's probably going to launch around the time of the console launch because I think they're going to change their Game Pass to include xCloud when that when they do launch the consoles. And Game Pass, especially Game Pass Ultimate, which includes PC and console, yeah. is literally probably the best deal you can get when it comes to gaming and what games you can play. And I've had it since they launched it. And uh, yeah, them adding the xCloud to it, it's a no-brainer. And they're not going to, from what I understand, the price isn't going to go up. They're just going to add xCloud to it. And from what I understand, you're still going to have the option to either use your new Xbox Series X that comes out or your One X as a server to stream your games even better to you if you didn't want to use one of their servers or if it was closer. So there's going to be a lot of options there. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Now, I've, my experience with um, xCloud's been positive. I've played a few genres. I've played like Dead May Cry, Tekken 7, you know, Gears of War, and it's worked. But I'm not really a fast-paced gamer to notice like that much latency. Yeah. And going forward, I'm going to hold off until 2021, until they get the upgraded system in place. And yeah. then I'll be playing Halo Infinite on whatever nice. device I've got ready for xCloud. 
How about you, Ben? Any any thoughts on XCloud? That's pretty much the one cloud gaming solution that I've really kind of stayed out of. Yeah. Uh, Amazon to me is interesting, but I, honestly, I think I think XCloud, if they can make it work well, because I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of criticism from my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can make it work well, I think it might be king. But yeah. right now, it sounds like it's got a lot of glitches. Yeah, right here. It's the opposite of Stadia. They have the games and not the tech. Stadia has the <laughs> tech and not the games. So yeah. I mean, it's kind of how it feels anyway. Yeah. So I discovered a solution. So I'll be honest. X Cloud runs like trash. I'm just gonna be. If Microsoft ever watches this, just it's it's a terrible service. I'm just sending you right on. It's it lags like crazy. They do have the games, but. Trying to play Gears of Four or Five on there, it's miserable. I just went back to playing it on my PC. Trying to play Forza Horizon uh, Four on there, miserable. Just the, the latency so bad. So I found a solution though, right? So I got the um, the what is it, Game Pass Ultimate, right? And I use Shadow, right? So <laughs> yeah. I install my Xbox games on Shadow, and I use that to play them. So first of all, with xCloud, you still, still, still limited to 720p. No matter, you can only play on phones right now, but the highest resolution you can play xCloud on is 720p. But if you move it to Shadow, and you know, and you download, pretty much you get the PC port of those games on xCloud, you can then play it, you know, 1080p, and so it looks better. There's no latency, and you can play it on pretty much any device. You can play it on your TV. You can play. It is the best way to experience XCloud, hence that. Nice. So, it, so, it, so it's not actual XCloud, is it? It's actually play anywhere games plus right. Shadow so, Plus exactly. Ultimate. It's not. It's not exactly. XCloud. Yeah. It's, it's, because Shadow is streaming those Xbox games better than XCloud right now, so they got to fix yeah. that issue too. But, oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Jerry brought up a good point, too. I like that you mentioned that, how it has the games, but it doesn't run well. And that's such that's such a good point, too, it because is. what's going to end up happening is a lot of these people are going to try this crappy. And I actually hope that they don't even bother with it until they upgrade, until right. they upgrade everything. And even then, I'm worried about how it's going to work. But... There's going to be a lot of people, they're going to try this out, and it's like, oh, yeah, we got all these games, and we don't have to download them. Sweet, right? But every time I know I play, it's I'm seeing the little latency bar at the bottom. I can't play. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if you have Madden or yeah. all these excellent games. Right. If everything is, like, skipping and it's yeah. terrible. And, by the way, I'm one of those people. I've said this a million times already. I don't know if you guys probably guys, you guys never heard of it. I had to be convinced by Ace to even get into cloud gaming. Yeah. There's going to be a ton of people who are about to try xCloud, right? And they're going to be like, right. what's this cloud gaming crap? And then they're going to get those crappy Xbox One X servers running on their stuff. And they're going to be like, what is this crap? It's latency. Yeah. This cloud gaming's garbage. I'm never going to try cloud gaming again. They might end up doing more damage in a lot of people's minds here in a little bit if they don't upgrade that crap. That is true. I- yeah. Is it because, is it because you guys are not near a near the data center or something? Maybe. Out of short, is your data center going to be in the pipeline similar to Google's data centers? They've got to be. And I hope, oh. I hope that, you know, that, that kind of puts a little bit of fear in me, Sonny, with the whole thing about it taking away from people. Mm. Um, I hope 
that that's not like some conspiracy theory evil strategy for <laughs> just kill all the other cloud platforms <laughs> trading a crappy one that nobody wants to use and just yeah, them all exactly you, you guys see how I, bad I, cloud gaming is it's terrible you guys <laughs> stick to our, you gotta buy our console every couple of years okay that is true actually good point with that <laughs> I, I just i hope that's not what they're doing yeah yeah well they can no, they can always sell it to facebook couldn't they <laughs> you, you have this service as well. Face cloud. But I, I like how Xbox has announced that they got playing click. So on Facebook and Instagram, they've also done what Google do: click, play, click this link and drop straight into a game. So that's going to be a feature for X Cloud mm. as well. I saw that. Yeah, yep. I saw that. Everybody's going to be doing that. I think they're going to be like yeah. joining up with a streaming service and doing that kind of quick join, right, click right. a link, interact with your audience kind of thing. So yeah. you can have a play and click with Facebook and then you can have a play and click with like Blacks of YouTube. So it's big, huge medias. So I wonder what people are going to choose. So it's going to be that's marketing true. that's going to get people into game and cloud gaming. That is true. It's going to be competitive for sure. You know, it's going to be, that's like the new console war. <laughs> if you want to call it that. Like all these big platforms, streaming platforms, and yeah, streaming services. It's going to be crazy. I think everybody's just still trying to get them to work. <laughs> True. Yeah. For the most part, just getting them to work consistently. But from my experience, GeForce Now and Shadow are my two favorite out of all, all that I've tried as far as streaming games. And I guess we can, it's good that you brought that up, that I was going to have a little segment with that. But Based on your experience, all you guys here in the panel, which cloud gaming platforms or services do you prefer out of all that you've tried and tested? I, I think Stadia by far to me. Like, mm-hmm. And I'll preface this with I play on the Chromecast. Um, to me, Stadia on Chromecast with the Chromecast controller or with the Stadia controller is what works is what plays the smoothest. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have the best experience on that, but I like the customization. I like being able to use shadow to play literally any game um, and just be able to go click buy and play. Yeah. And it doesn't take forever. Yeah. So. If I, if I have to choose one by adding the pros and cons of each service, it, it will be Stadia. You know, having that just a bit more expensive than um, GeForce Now, but having four, up to 4K60 with the upcoming four games with features, that wins for me. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying Shadow, Shadow's next, but the tiers that I want are a bit more expensive in comparison. Mm-hmm. That's like saying, comparing a console to a PC. Of course, you're going to get more the more money you throw at it. Right. So. Right. How about you, Sonny? Yeah. Um. I mean, <laughs> there's not a lot of choices for me. I was waiting. I was waiting for you to start the Shadow segment so I could just dip the heck out of here at that point. Because, <laughs> but no, I I don't hate Shadow at all. My problem with Shadow is like they don't have they don't have a, a data center here. So, and then I hear the mess that they're having. So I haven't been able to try it. It's it's obviously this one's easy for me. And like I said, I had to be convinced to get even. In, into cloud gaming period ace did that for me a year ago at this time about no i want to say a month so about 13 months ago him and i were talking about this and we were like cloud game and i was laughing at him i'm like dude get out of here right so so true. so so then i started so we talked about it he convinced me i started trying all of these and really like 
Stadia easily just blew it away for me. Uh, GeForce Now, I've gotten to t- play it quite a bit in the last six months. It's great. Yeah. Their UI drives me nuts. The fact that I can't find which game I can play drives me nuts. It runs yeah. great. Runs good on the phones. Uh, on my phone, runs great. GeForce is it, it runs decent, but it just uh, it's not as good as Stadia, and that is where it is for me because it's about it's like it's it's great that um, like GeForce Now has a lot more games. But then a lot of times, a lot of the games I can't find. And when it comes down to cloud gaming for me as a guy who's used to be in PC gaming, is it what what works the best? What makes me believe that I'm not actually on the cloud? That's Stadia, and it's not even close. That yeah. said, I haven't tried Shadow, but I feel like it's not going to be as good just because I know for a fact they don't have it here. They've, that's already been a thing for me, so. Yeah. I agree. I'm basically... Wait, someone's gonna say something. Well, well, there is, there's, as a, I can't help it because, like, as a PC builder, because that's the biggest thing I've always done is building PCs and going crazy, and I'm like a tech nerd for everything. So, the thing about Shadow is, I play it at 144 FPS. So, you're not doing that with any other cloud service right now. And for me, being a high refresh rate player, like I can even go on and play Call of Duty right now at 144 FPS if I want to. And that's variable refresh rate with my variable refresh rate monitor, and it looks gorgeous. And you can't do that with anything else. So that's why for me, like Shadow would kind of be my first one because you can do any resolution on the planet. You can create any custom any frame rate, anything you want. And it'll run variable refresh and do all that stuff. You can forward your Yeti mic to it. You can do all kinds of stuff that you can't do with anything else. So So that would be my my first one. But when it comes to tech for just cloud gaming, not a cloud PC, Stadia's got the tech, but I don't use it other than for the channel because they don't have enough for me. I've played every game that's on there. Like when it released, I had already played all those games on other platforms. I killed Assassin's Creed Odyssey on my Xbox. I killed The Division 2 on my PC. Like By the time those games came out, I was already done. So if Stadia grows the library, they've got the tech right now to beat everybody as far as the quality of the stream and the gameplay. But Shadow, you are not going to beat that. Even 240 hertz. You want to go that route? I got a 240 hertz monitor. I can go hook to and and go nuts. And it works. It works fantastic with all that variable refresh rate. Does Shadow support ultra-wide and super-wide, yeah, monitors? Not yet. They're getting there because of the power of the CPU and GPU, and there is issues with their CPUs. But um, having that is just pretty, pretty freaking amazing. The other thing that Shadow is missing for me is being able to dual, dual screens with it. Yeah, it doesn't have that yet either. It's, it's mm-hmm. stuck to just one screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that would be a cool feature that they could add that would kind of make you feel like you have an actual gaming PC running on yeah. your your laptop and and your TV having dual monitors. Like that that would make it mm-hmm. feel more like a real computer. Right. I think out of all the services I have to explain like on my channel in the community, like a lot of the, the questions I get besides PC stuff is like what is Shadow? Or how does it work? Or is it a PC? Is it a cloud gaming? And I have to like really explain like, you know, it's basically a PC. You treat it like a PC, you update it yourself, you maintain it yourself, you install and update your games yourself, you do all that. But there are a lot of benefits to it. But if you just want to click and play like Stadia, go Stadia or go GeForce Now or something. If you don't want to bother with a PC, don't bother with Shadow. Nicely, nicely put. And that is my issue with Shadow. Um, Just it's not consistent. You know, like a game can work. It's just like a PC. You have yeah, and, with it and, you know, you yeah. have to make sure you uh, update. Like, I mean, <laughs> trying to log in from my phone to my computer is like always an update, always an update. It, it's just 
Yeah. And it's not consistent. Like, uh, for instance, I was playing uh, the Fallen Jedi, whatever it's called, and it worked for me. And then I had to go put the kit down, try to open again, did not work. My shadow was completely shut down. Right, it won't restart my, up again. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the heck? I can't even play a game. Usually but, if you go into your little setting, little question mark up there, and there, you click that, and it'll take you to a, another menu with a red shutdown. Yeah. If you go in there and click that red shutdown and restart your PC, nine times out of ten, your shadow will come back up. I know, but you see that though, <laughs> like it's yeah. like a PC where yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like it's not approachable for everyone. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Like when it says I have to update or it doesn't work, I'm like, yes, I get to fix it. Um, like that's what I want to do because like I, I I'm like I just redid my Windows 10 installation and redid my whole PC today before we did all this just because one thing didn't work right. I was like, this will yeah. be fun. Like I'm one of those that, guys that will just like reinstall Windows for the fun over the weekend. And that, exi- yeah, that excited you? Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. You know, that's good stuff. So with cloud gaming, it's, it's, it's great. But, you know, I would uh, I would build and fix PCs every single day if I could. But. Oh, man. Kudos to you, man. Like me personally. So Shadow's fun for some a yeah, PC builder. Like yeah, jeez. I, I just want to get right into my game. Like, I Yeah, don't for people that just want a game, don't. That. Don't yeah. go shadow if you just but want a game. Don't I go shadow. Do, I do have to say though, shadow has a lot of perks and a lot of advantages. I want to know, uh, Jared, what tier do you have? Do you have? I, I have tier? boost right now, oh, and wow. then I'm on the. Li- I have two two accounts. My second account is waiting for an upgrade. They told me hopefully this summer I can get the next. I'm yeah. going to get an RTX one to compare right. to that one, um, just for the heck of it. But yeah, right. that's what I have. right now. All my testing on the channel is is boost. So boost is working pretty well for you. I haven't had any trouble. I had one laptop that it completely wouldn't work on. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, I haven't really had any problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. I know a lot of people do, though, and I think it depends on where you live. I'm like four hours away from my data center. So my data center is in New York, and I'm in New Jersey, and I, I could drive there. Like it's, it's not, I'm really close. Yeah. My ping is one millisecond. Right. If you look at uh, Mark Chief's comparison, um, one thing I like about Shadow is I think it performs better than... Except from certain games that, for instance, when he compared um, Control with the RTX, if you run the game with RTX, go GeForce Now because the boost with Shadow does not support RTX. You have to no. go to the higher tier. So if you, again, trying to get that done, do Shadow. That's where I was saying GeForce Now gets you your cheapest RTX yeah. right now yeah. if, if that's something that you really, really want to want to experience right. and you can't afford the, the graphics card or something. Right. But for me personally, when it comes to just the best experience when it comes to cloud gaming, I would have to say hands down is Stadia. It's Stadia, to me personally, I feel like it's the most reliable, most consistent. If I'm playing, I can put the kit down, pick up you know, my phone with um, my controller, open up NBA 2K, and I would say about 90% of the time is going to boot up no issue, able to get my gameplay, put it down, and that's it. With Shadow, there's a risk of, is it going to boot up? Is it going to kick me off? Is it going to freeze? I keep running to freezing issues. GeForce Now is not as bad as Shadow, but it's pretty similar with consistency. It's not as consistent. So that's why if I have a game on Shadow GeForce Now and Stadia, I most of the time just played on Stadia, because of how, first of all, easy it is to get into second, how reliable it is when you're playing. So I, I would say Stadia for me, too. Now, sure. here in the UK, 
I, I can't get access to Ultimate and Infinite until next year. Yeah, so I've heard. only got I've only got boost. So all these four games that are coming out, I will only have access to ten eighty if I chose mm. to play on Shadow. Mm. Which is a uh, with next gen it's like uh, it's yeah. a long wait for Shadow with all these issues as well. Right. Yeah, right. with consoles releasing with ray tracing and everything else, it's gonna make it more mainstream and services like Shadow are gonna have to be playing catch up really hard. True. Even Stadia, because um, ray tracing is going to become a big deal. I've been doing it since I got my RTX 2060 over a year ago, and it's awesome. I mean, not very many games support it, but when you do get it working right, it's amazing, and it's going to become yeah. the thing. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. I yeah. mean, we did a control video where you see with it on and off. It's and insane. Night and day. Night yeah. and day. It's crazy. Now, this is, this is not Shadow's fault, but the components that they're using are going to be outdated soon. So I think they should move each tier down a section. The components yeah, exactly. so have, have ultimate as boost, and then have a fancier one for infinite. And say, here you go. Mm-hmm. This is what's going for yeah. the next two years. Yeah, yeah, they, right they're right gonna have head. to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So let's move into shadow again. Not a lot to cover here. Just the fact that infinite and ultra they mentioned in the news report that should be releasing in the u.s this summer um and i don't know if pre-orders is still open but um just if y'all are looking for that just know he's they said it should be coming soon and they'll let people know when that's released but that's all for shadow pretty much i mean really, on, on um, reddit there's been a few people who were expecting their builds in june and due to the situation within it's been delayed mm-hmm. so did the same till the end of july but depending on logistics and how they build it and all that it could get pushed back further mm-hmm. so yeah. maybe they should drop some incentives to customers who've already paid their first month and offered a free month on top that's true now that actually did happen for me on my second account because I my first shadow I got on March thirteenth, the day they released new packages, and mine was activated and ready to go three days later. But then we went into lockdown mode and everything changed. So I signed up for my next one the beginning of April and I didn't get that till the end of May. And they did give me uh I only paid one month for two. So I don't know if that's something they're just quietly doing here and there, but wow. I did I did have that experience happen with them. So I'm just holding on to that account for an upgrade as soon as I can pretty cool which is just for the channel i wouldn't have it for me personally so yeah. i don't use it to game really i but i have it to test for the channel hmm. cool yeah again not a lot to cover with shadow um and you know when we do hear news i definitely will try to cover it on the channel and i'm sure jerry you would too oh, yeah and- um, it's not a big deal, but one other thing they did announce that's out right now is um, iOS uh, keyboard and mouse support Bluetooth is is started up in beta right now. So that's yeah. that's going to be coming out soon. And you covered that in your last um, Shadow video, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shadow News vid. Yeah, it's a big deal. And I, I would say this. one. The other thing I love about Shadow is the fact that it's the most... What's the word I'm looking for? You can pretty much play it on the most devices, I would say, right? From the support iOS, right? The support Android TV, the support iPhone, uh, Android phones. They pretty much are everywhere, PCs, MacBook. So that's the benefit to owning Shadow. 
And again, Chief did a video where you can, you know, use uh, Shadow on an iPhone to play State if you really wanted to. Oh, I did. Yeah, but, I did that. And GeForce Now and PlayStation Now. I use yeah, Shadow yeah. to play all those on my phone when I'm yeah, away, actually. Exactly. So, so, it for sure. Yeah. With Shadow being so adopted on loads of devices, do you think they're going to drop the ghost hardware or even bring consider bringing another version of it out next year? So it sounds like the ghost is actually really popular. Um, yeah. And it, just whenever they do news, it's always back ordered and people are still not getting the ones that they ordered. So it seems like it's selling pretty well for them and it seems like there's a demand for it. So that tells me that they'll continue to make it. I know here in the States, um, they are not even shipping it out here anymore because from what I heard, they didn't have enough units to ship. But um, yeah, people people are wanting it. It's not expensive either at 99 bucks. And from my understanding, talking with other people that cover Shadow, um, it literally is still the best way. Like it works even better. So if you like set that on your desk with like a high refresh rate monitor and a keyboard and a mouse and a controller, you're done. You don't need a PC or another device or anything. You can have like a whole setup running at a high frame rate. And it supposedly works really well. But like you said, they're hard to get. I'm waiting to get mine so I can have it on the channel. But it's going to take forever. I'll be lucky to get one this year. Yeah. It's so back or then, but yeah. yeah. So any, if you guys want to add anything more to shadow, I think we've covered most of it. Nothing really new or exciting happening for it right now. It seems like every company either has to bring the games or bring the tech. There's not like stadia <laughs> needs games. They've got the tech shadow right. needs to fix some of the tech, but they have yeah. all the games all and the games. You know, it's just like each service has either one side or the other seems to be lacking. Yeah. If somebody pulls off both really well, they're going to get ahead. Yeah. I'm going to throw this, I guess, like the last thing. I'm gonna, what are your thoughts about Sony potentially getting in the cloud gaming game? I, I, I think that they've given up on that, I feel. Hmm. I don't think so. You don't think don't so? Well, no. <laughs> they've had the longest, haven't they? I think they've had the longest you know, implementation of the service right. PlayStation now. And they don't even say stuff like when PlayStation Now first came out, all I wanted was to buy stuff off the PlayStation Network from maybe first party and play it on um, PlayStation Now. So that's what Xbox is doing. And that's all I wanted. So if Sony could come in and say, here's PlayStation Now with PlayStation Plus merged together and any game you buy on the PlayStation Network and accessible through PlayStation Now, that will make me interested in PlayStation now hmm. going forward okay hmm. they would have yeah. to offer something similar to what microsoft's doing yeah. and with, with sony they're making them physical numbers up on their hardware so with them making them huge 100 million numbers i don't think they're going to be interested in cloud yet hmm. maybe in five seven years hmm. so with the slogan play has no limit for ps5 what do you think that is trying to say to us they're just trying to be cute 
you gotta have something you, you gotta have something when you're launching a new console and i think if anything they would be touting that super super ssd they want to keep touting that you know in open worlds everything's just going to be loaded in so fast all the time that you have no mm. limits and mm. you know but so is xbox and so do pcs and and, every, yeah. and everything else too but we got to see but i think yeah. it's probably more about how fast they're talking about the system being able to just okay. like no loading okay i'm surprised you never put asterisk play has no <laughs> limit only if develop developers <laughs> port only if yeah. develops optimize only if this and just have all these yeah, breakdown. Yeah. Terms, conditions. Yeah. <laughs> Experience may vary per developer. Yeah. Yeah. And per Russian internet connection. Logan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, a multi multi screen leak. I don't know if you guys saw that for like a patent uh, that for the PlayStation Five where. Um, you should be able to play the PlayStation Five like on multiple screens. Um, I don't know. Did y'all see that? Oh, my... I didn't see that. Okay. No, um... I, I I saw it as well, but I didn't know what to. Multi screen so... could be like, you know, what do you start like, with the PlayStation Vita, and you can sort of connect to your PlayStation Four. That's what I was assuming it's going to be. You sort of just mm. download the app on your phone, and it connects directly to your PlayStation Five in the house. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I I I think they have something going here um with this slogan. I know I might be reading too far into this, but so, I don't think Sony's dumb. I I think they see where Google Stadia is heading. I I I know they see, you know, Microsoft gearing up for XCloud, you know, to compete. I and we've heard rumors, right, that they're teaming up with Microsoft to use their, you know, infrastructure. Absolutely, they I have mean, a contract to use Azure. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you we think PlayStation is doing like a Steam Link kind of scenario where you you can play your games anywhere, but they have to run physically on your PlayStation first. That's what they, I assumed. They they kind of did that with Remote Play. Um, but I know you're, you know, kind of threaded with that. But I, I, I do see them taking like a full. I see them revamping PlayStation Now to make it. Maybe they might call it PlayStation Now 2.0 or whatever. But I do think they're gonna offer a killer cloud gaming service with PlayStation Now. I think they're gonna update it. I think they're going to use Desert infrastructure. I think they're going to start, they're going to price it right, start bringing the first party studio and stop this three months nonsense that they have where a game comes for three months and leaves. I think they're going to be aggressive with the PlayStation now. That's my hope, but that might not have. PlayStation has the exclusives, and, and I, think, I think they would be. Maybe not as soon as it, uh, like because we have Game Pass and stuff. I think it'll be similar to that, but it might be a year or two. Right. Um, but they're definitely working on something. And one thing that outnumbers console players is PC players. And if you can put your exclusives on PC, whether they're streamed or installed, you're going to sell a ton more games. So I think they are working on something for that. Yeah, we're and we're getting um, what Horizon this summer, New Dawn. We are, so, we are. Yeah, so that's a little experiment PC sales kind of thing right there. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, let me see if I can. Yeah, they're they're not they're gonna they're gonna get in the game somehow. I fully expect them yeah. to eventually 
uh, figure something out. Uh, there's no way they're going to sit on the sidelines while in you got to remember too. It's like what that Xbox dude said, you know, cloud gaming's kind of the future. I forget what his quote was, but I, I'm pretty right. sure PlayStation's yeah. paying attention. They're going to do something. They're slow right now. Um, I'm literally, literally just got myself a PlayStation controller. I'm going to be testing out now and seeing how bad it is. Uh, it's been a while, but they do have some work to do. They got some catching up, but they have the games. They have, yeah. they have those exclusives That's, that yeah. really can make a difference if they can get it working. And they're not to be slept on, in my opinion. Right. So this is the multi-screen feature thing that um, they had a pattern for. But uh, I don't know if this states anything, but this is actually kind of interesting. You see here, has a screen down here, has a screen here. I don't know what this all means. That looks a lot more like the streaming uh, platform they were talking about incorporating into the PS5 that I stopped hearing about. What? Do, tell me more about that. What do you mean by streaming? Um, like, uh, like how on your PC you have streaming software like Streamlabs or something. PlayStation was talking about incorporating their own uh, first-party streaming software to stream easier from your console. And I don't know if that might have anything to do with it because I see the HUD, I see the layout in there. It looks like it might be something like that, but right. it's hard to tell. If it was more than one monitor, like like more than one screen, um, that would right. be like a phone or something. Like he was right. saying, like, you, you're not going to run dual monitors because you're going to crush your performance. I mean, even with a PC, if you run more than one monitor and you try to game on like 4K or 1440p on one and then put something on the other one, your game right. suffers tremendously yeah. because it's trying to throw two two pictures out. So I don't think they'd be talking about any dual monitor or dual TV stuff. Okay. Unless they're trying to be sarcastic where it's like you want to play on another screen, just plug another <laughs> HDMI cable in. Just go, oh, yeah. go for it. <laughs> Ultra wide, two sixty-five inch HDR TVs. That's crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy. All right, I think that wraps it up. Though we've covered all of the cloud gaming services and platform. We had some awesome, awesome guests here on the panel, and just to give you guys a heads up. Um, we're actually thinking about moving to Saturdays. And the cool thing about that is we have um, other people that we talk into um, that possibly wants to be a part of this panel. So, again, this panel is about cloud gaming as a whole, right? It's not just geared toward one single platform. We want to bring people on here who knows a lot about cloud gaming. So I can't say too much about the other members of the panel, but just know that there might be more people coming on here. And I think it will be good to get other people's perspective when it comes to cloud gaming. But I appreciate you guys being here, man. We had some awesome discussions. So thank you. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. It's been fun. Yeah. So appreciate you guys viewing too. Thank you guys. I know we didn't read uh, the comments, but um we appreciate you guys, and I will read them afterwards. But again, appreciate you guys being here. This and, is, yeah, this is, I want to say real quick, this is yeah. an awesome panel. You guys are really, really awesome. You guys are knowledgeable. You're, you're good looking dudes as well. That helps. That always helps. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where this podcast goes here in, in the future. Yeah. yeah That's really awesome. Excited. Really excited. All right, fellas, thank you guys, and we'll catch you guys in the next podcast. Thanks a lot. See you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.